0: Welcome to the Finicky Podcast! We are doing this Season 4 Finicky Podcast, and I'm here, as prophesied with the nastiest of Lyle's. Lyle!
1: The one and only, there's only one Nasty Lyle. There's the only. others are pretty tame.
0: I mean, when you go to like, create a screen name or get an email address,
1: do you have to like, Nasty Lyle one, or are you it? No, uh, aside from swampass 69, there's always, there's always a Nasty Lyle available for me. <laughs>
0: you can't, yeah, you can't let go of that. Well, Swamp-ass 69, 69, 69 handles.
1: That's my brother's Venmo. So anyone, <laughs> Are you sure? Because you don't want to give money to the wrong Swamp-ass 69. Money, someone hacked my brother's account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're the, we're the nasty Swamp-ass family. 69 family. You bought the worst porn
0: ever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today we, well, first, we got to do our housekeeping Draft Lottery is this weekend. It's happening. I'm assuming you've made your picks already, but Draft Lottery is happening this Sunday. And then the Sunday after that is the actual draft, August 28th. Don't forget, let's do it. What, and time? what time? What time? 7.30 p.m. Pacific Coast time. And that was actually okay. by request of JP. I'm not just being a dick. I was giving gonna make it early, but he wants it later. So JP will be starting in the 10:30s, which means he probably wow. won't be drafting after the 15th round. But that's mm-hmm. fine. Um,
1: JP asked for that 1030s. He block. did. He asked for the big pushback. I
0: think he's he's looking to tie one on. That's what I'm jinx. hoping. Jinx.
1: There's a jinx afoot.
0: There's a jinx afoot. He's There's got a, co- a he's got a pot of coffee and a kegerator, and he's ready to go to late. He's
1: probably got. I don't know. Ray Lewis sitting next to him, whispering in his ear the whole draft. Fantasy expert, Ray Lewis.
0: Linebacker's yeah. waiting for that perfect linebacker pick. All right, we're not, we're not talking linebackers today. Today, we are talking running backs. Lyle, you had Nick Chubb and James Conner, the fifth and seventh best running back in Finicky last year. So you are our in-house running back expert, and with that, we trust you to update the Finicky Draft Guide and let us know what is the top, what are the top ten running backs for Finicky this year? Uh, and as usual, we'll start at ten. But first, before we get started, any any words of what it feels like to have picked two of the top eight
1: running backs in football? I mean, I mean, top seven, if we're being honest, okay. two top seven. This isn't BuzzFeed. We don't have to start at an even number. Uh, I'll be honest. James Conner was kind of a surprise. I feel like he had like two carries every game for three yards and two touchdowns. Somehow. Right.
0: That's true. That is a weird uh, running game. As someone who accidentally drafted Chase Edmonds, uh, I was very disappointed with my experience with the Cardinals running game and uh, I'm very jealous of yours.
1: Well, I've, well, I I know, and it was weird every week. I, he would be James Conner would be like, oh, he'll get two point three points, and he'd have like twenty three. Uh, and then I would say Nick Chubb. It was kind of similar. Uh, Chubb started to split a little bit uh, in the backfield, and uh, after he got hurt, I think he got COVID first. But Chubb is Chubb is a solid pick. Chubb's he's a beast. He's on my list again. Uh, James Conner is not going to be in the top Ooh. ten. But Jeff, Ooh! Well, no, let's not tease any further. Let's start with your number
0: ten running back. What do we got? Who who are we kicking things
1: off with? Okay, number ten. Hot take and unpopular opinion. <laughs> Love Joey Logano, Zach. Hate Christian McCaffrey. He's my number ten.
0: Holy shit! Christian McCaffrey is the 10th best running back. I'm putting it in there because I have to, but I'm asking right now, is that because of injury?
1: It is because of injury. It's because, I mean, he's been in the league. I, I don't even know what year this is now, but every year it's something. And you know what? I don't think he can produce the way he did initially. I think as a, as a rookie and then going down. The Panthers aren't good enough to support him. And I just don't think Christian McCaffrey is going to be able to, to put up the same numbers they did. Jesus, at this point, three seasons ago. That's true. That's true. I mean, to still bet that this
0: year he, he's been injured. To bet that this year he won't be injured is kind of, you could say hubris. You could say hubris. So 10's a, 10's a comfortable
1: spot. You're not saying he's not going to make the top 10. He's well, still a good fantasy I mean. player. If you want, it would be like the James Conner thing. Do you think James Conner's going to score two touchdowns off four carries every game? You can. It's happened. Well, let's let's play devil's that. advocate there more times than Christian McCaffrey has completed a season unscathed. That's right. Let's play devil's
0: advocate. Christian McCaffrey can't stay healthy. Are we expecting him to all of a sudden have an incredible bill of health? Also, flippity flappity. Uh, yeah, James Conner. Had an I insane love that
1: James Connor now is the bar. Yeah, had, the had an
0: insane ability to get in the red zone, but have have the Cardinals said that they're changing anything? Did they bring in someone else to replace him, or yeah. they are they planning on running a different offense? No. Yeah. So I mean, why wouldn't James Connor? I don't know. It's
1: and there's an honest argument there. Why would cautious. we assume
0: there's going to be change? But yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that's number ten. What do we got? For number nine,
1: I don't know Spanish. Number nine, DeAndre Swift. Wait, what? Good player, not a good enough team. Uh, I think what? Goff actually. You is put Swift. Be that was Swift. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Love The it. Swifter. Swifty.
0: All right. I've I've been watching Hard Knocks. Have you been watching Hard Knocks? I have not. Well, <laughs> You gotta watch Hard Knocks.
1: God. <laughs> well, is, is this hot take? No, we're hard we're gonna wait to for hit.
0: Zach's uh, overreaction from Hard Knocks Pod. Uh, will be coming. I think he'll just record it onto his own phone. But uh, <laughs> I I they love Swift. They want to give him every opportunity. Now Jamal Williams is the real deal. That he's great, morale wise and everything. But uh, you can tell the running back coach is basically looking at Swift and he's talking to him like a coach. He's he's really hard on him, but he's talking to him like a coach who knows that this is the guy who can do whatever. But like. He takes the easy out. You know, he gets pushed out at the three-yard line a lot because he's not like a uh, Derrick Henry who's going to stiff arm the defender and make his way in anyway. He'll get pushed out of bounds, and that's safe for him. What happens if that stops happening? Well, then DeAndre Swift could be number nine, number five, number one. We'll see. What else do the Lions have going for them? I like nine. I like nine for Swift because let's not assume he's going to be someone completely different, but to assume
1: he gets better, that's not bad. I, do, I honestly do think he does get better. I, I think the Lions' offense as a whole is going to be better. It can't, I mean, yeah. it's the Lions. Can't go and get any worse, really. But I honestly think it's not not, not bad. Not bad. I like it. Good pick.
0: All right, DeAndre Swift to nine. We are now at eight. What do we have? Formally, by the way, oh, I guess I should be saying the formalies. Last year's uh, eight was a, a two-way tie between... Uh, Damien Harris and Cordell Patterson so hopefully for some am not joking as an owner of Cordell Patterson and a person that didn't make the playoffs somehow uh yeah that's a real thing so
1: who? I'm gonna Remember keep eight. it in the realm of ties and I'm gonna do a young a young gentleman and an old fella I'm going to say number eight is a tie between Javante Williams of the Denver Broncos and Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers. Whoa, that is
0: something. So, man, I'm trying to deal with the implications there. So, Aaron Jones, Javante Williams, both number eight. Uh, odd move. So, tell me your thoughts Aren't there. Aaron Jones, Lot he, the, both these
1: people are splitting backfields. So, how does this yeah. come to fruition? That's that's more or less kind of why. But I would give the edge to Williams just because he is a younger guy who I think will at some point take over. They also get Russ. They, I think you mentioned on the last pod or the pod before, they're losing a little bit in tight end. They're losing some other aspects that I think ultimately makes their uh, running back a little more palatable for fantasy owners. Um, but we'll see a split backfield and, uh, Aaron Jones always liked him when I had him. Uh, I don't know if it was this, I don't know where I had him, um, but he did well, but he fell off. And uh, again, the the rest of the Packers, I think if it's not this year, it's going to be no year.
0: Hmm. Well, they gave him money already. They gave him money already. Aaron Jones. And what has happened historically when that happens in this league? Well, I mean... Yeah, and especially, you know, when Aaron Jones first came in, it was a two-headed backfield, but Aaron Jones led it. And now Jamal Williams, speaking of, you know, jo- yeah. Swift's buddy, uh, Jamal Williams now gone, but, you know, we got, now they got A.J. Thighs-Dillon and Javante Williams, I mean, both these guys are in a shared backfield. Aaron Jones traditionally leads it. He, people are saying he could catch 80 passes. Are you buying this? Uh, 80 catches. Yeah, because there's no more wide receivers, and they're like, well, we can't. We're, what if we put Aaron Jones and A.G. And Dillon on the field at the same time? This is always discussed preseason. Never well, really happens. What do you think?
1: Well, exactly. I think ultimately you're going to have to ask Aaron Rodgers about that. Is he going to throw to the running back? Lyle, if I
0: needed anyone to ask Aaron Rodgers questions, you would be my top pick. You're my <laughs> number one draft pick <laughs> oh.
1: there to try to communicate with that guy. Uh, you know what, Swampass sixty nine. If that handle is coming at you, Aaron Rodgers of all people. I'm going to say Nasty cool. Lyle
0: might do ayahuasca. I'm saying Swampass sixty nine does it regularly. <laughs>
1: Swampass sixty nine is on that ivermectin. Kit. <laughs> Nasty Lyle is cuts it off at ayahuasca. <laughs> let's let's be honest.
0: Oh man. Oh man. I there's so much new. I don't. Yeah, discussing where that. Okay, so yeah, the fact that Aaron Jones has to deal with whatever the fuck is going on with Aaron Rodgers, fine. Javante Williams, I mean, it's Melvin Gordon is a fantastic running back. And Javante Williams, if he becomes Melvin Gordon, that's great. But right now they're sharing the backfield. So I love the idea of putting me here in eight. Uh, I wouldn't put him any higher. I like them at eight. I think this is a good pick, Nasty Lyle. I think these are good. But now you're okay. going all the way up to number six since we've, you know, number seven no longer exists because you have two, and we have to have our top 10 players. So now.
1: Oh, you're right. So now I just have to go right to six?
0: Yeah, now you have to go right to six. You didn't plan for this now, did
1: you? I didn't. Well, I mean, fucking Melvin Gordon. He's, you know, he's no spring chicken as far as running backs go. He's going to be 29 this year. Been around the league for yeah, a minute. Yeah,
0: those twenty-nine-year-olds in their aging bodies.
1: You know what, Buffalo? I'm not. You know we're not going down that path. <laughs> not, I'm not going to start talking about Buffalo. Let's be honest. All right, number six. What do we got? Number six, uh, and this was tough. But this is where I put Nick Chubb. Ooh, that I must want be to to put hard a Meyer, for you. But it was a little hard. Chubb, you know. Some would say is, <laughs> no pun intended, um, but Chubb is—he's a great—he's a great utility player. If if you are somehow able to, if he falls to you, you, you kind of got to take him. But he's my number six, just because there's some great great guys up there. It's funny though. So
0: you look at your six, your eight, and your eight, and your nine. A lot. I mean, not so much your nine. Let's just focus on those three: six, eight, and eight. Um, they have what they have in common is their split backfields. And these are the best dudes from those split backfields, arguably. Um and Nick Chubb's split backfield, I like that he's at the top of this because his is in question being that uh Hunt wants a new contract. Now whether he'll get one, you don't know. But if Nick Chubb had his own backfield with the 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 body and the the frame and the youth, he could why why wouldn't he be a number one running back if he had the field to himself? And that offensive line, which is fantastic. That's
1: true. I, it, it's, uh, I mean, Cleveland wants to implode, and I I'm, I think there are some unanswered questions. I don't know if you've heard any of the other storylines from the Cleveland Browns. I've, I've heard a few. I've heard a few. Yeah, I, it's vague. We don't really know. The it difference. has no
0: real implications except that Amari Cooper is a great run blocker, and so that should probably <laughs>
1: help things. <laughs> chubb kind of falls a little bit just just because they have a lot of stuff to figure out and i think he's the he's the one thing that you're probably going to be able to rely on on that on the offense Mm -hmm. Um, so having said that i would still i wouldn't take him in the top five all right i'm fine with that i'm fine
0: with that nick chubb scratching the top five but not quite there who is in your top five let's start with that number five Alright. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. So Dalvin he is Cook. one of those guys where if you're gonna say he's not gonna get hurt, he's in he's in the top
1: five. Right? And that's that's again just it. Yeah. It's playing to my own hypocrisy mm-hmm. in choosing Christian McCaffrey down at 10, but I like Cook better. Uh I mean, Minnesota, It's at some point, they're going to lose further along in the playoffs. Uh, but I think Dalvin Cook, it, it, he is a beast. Mm-hmm. I love it. A broken, a, a beast made of glass, but a beast mm-hmm. nonetheless. All right, so you dropped Christian McCaffrey,
0: a typical top fiver, all the way down to 10. So we're looking at the top four now, and we've got some decisions to make. Number four. All right.
1: What? Oh, I was just going to say that, you know, these decisions aren't like.
0: These are incredibly important decisions here, Lyle. I know. I mean. I will say also, if it affects your top five or your top four at this point, Max Borgie did get cut today by the Denver Broncos. Which I'm fine with because I think he'll catch a job somewhere else. And that's one more reason. To not root for the Broncos, because fuck those guys. Fuck those wow. Walmart motherfuckers.
1: Yeah, right. well, if you want to talk about Christian McCaffrey 2.0, it's Max Borgie. Right, right. Why why isn't he on the Panthers? He's the young one, the young guy who
0: doesn't get injured. If we didn't have Travis Omer, and if we also didn't have DJ Dallas, Are Max, you Max Borgie, about natural our,
1: Okay. Our running backs, first of all, what? DJ Did you Taylor, want to talk about this before you get me? in the
0: top four? You want to scratch out what's we, going on with we, Seahawks running backs?
1: Kenneth Walker? Is he somehow on our team still?
0: Kenneth Walker, who we just drafted. Yes, he's um, he's got problems going on with his body. Um, I got Perfect. hammered. Uh, Sean
1: has problems with his body. Travis Homer had problems with his body. DJ Dallas. There's something in that, the water. Uh, I will say,
0: slip up. with all of this in mind, Kenneth Walker had a little bitty hernia. Uh, DJ Dallas and Travis, Homer. Travis Homer and DJ Dallas have looked phenomenal in preseason so far. It's preseason, but they look great. And I think that that. it's, they know the playbook. So so there's no hesitance to them running through the holes that they think they know is going to exist. And with Kenneth Walker, that doesn't exist. He is, does not know the system that well, he is hesitant or he goes in the wrong hole. He's just as fast as them. He just doesn't look as fast because he's indecisive. So he's only slowed down by his inexperience. Inex- you know who's not slowed down by their inexperience? Rashad Penny. shot Penny? I'm telling you, I still have him as my number seven. Number Are seven! He really? Made myself he's your number seven.
1: He's my number seven. You know, I will say in everything that I was looking at, Rashad Prisante- Penny... He's like a tier four on the ESPN or whatever yeah, list. I was those looking at.
0: those <laughs> people suck. I just got the new Madden. They made him a seventy-eight. That's not encouraging. It's not encouraging. So, Tom Brady is
1: <laughs> Tom Brady is a running back. Is eight-one. <laughs> <terrible. laughs> um, um, all right, so I'm looking at
0: yeah, and I I'm not going to look at my running back list because I'm not the expert here. But we're not too far off, except for my Rashad Petty pick, which is insane. I have I have him way too high. So. With that, um, let's continue. We're at did four. It, what
1: did we just do? We're at four now. Okay. Four. I was looking at my list. I got nervous. I thought we did four. Nope. We just did five, Dalvin Cook. So to recap, Christian McCaffrey ten. DeAndre Swift nine. What? I was just gonna see if we could do an in memoriam because there are some guys I didn't include in the top Ooh, ten.
0: Ooh, yeah, big.
1: in memoriam. All right. I will play the prices right
0: losing horn during your memoriam. Here we go. You take it up <laughs> yeah. Now, now, just start listing their names. Okay. I'm taking Joe Mixon. Oh, you put Joe Mixon at four? Joe Mixon at four. I Thought you were gonna do an in memoriam. I played the wrong noise. All right. It's well, it for the top three. Oh, okay. Okay, we'll do it for the. Okay, so Joe Mixon, number four. Hey, he didn't get a Super Bowl, but he got that. That's pretty great. Um, he did. I like Joe Mixon. Um, and their offensive he line's get getting better. I, I'm betting against the Bengals as whole, but uh, I'd like to know, you are the running back expert. What do you see with Joe Mixon? Uh,
1: again, strong runner. Uh, play. I think Joe Bro is going to have a little more... I think their passing game is probably going to take a little bit of a hit, so I think they're going to have to make it up on the ground. Uh, and I think they do. I don't think they're going to... Uh, I don't know if they're going to win their division, have as much success. So if you are betting on the Bengals as a whole, you're probably right. But I will say, I think without such a surprising amount of success Mm -hmm. comes a more reliable and steady form of offense. Uh, I don't think Joe Burrows is going to start putting up 400 yards a game here Unless 100 goes to Joe Mick, that's also not going to happen either. But uh, I think Mixon is probably, if you're, again, depending on what you're looking for on that offense, he's a solid bet. All right. I oh, like Joe Mixon there. If, if you do remember this, I did win the playoff, uh, finicky playoff thing. Yep. Joe Mixon was my dark horse in the first round.
0: We had those. Yeah. I won. reason I won that guy. Well, then there you go. You can't, he, he's, he's proven in your system and your system is is the one to that we're, we're analyzing here. Um, all right, so before we go to our number three, did you want to talk about your memoriams? In memoriams,
1: yeah. I, I think some people, there's there's probably three that I, I would like to go with. Um, just because I feel like some people be like, hey, you didn't say this guy, or hey, you didn't say that guy, or what do you think of this guy? So, in memoriam. Austin Eckler. Whoa. Really? Yeah, you thought he was coming in hot at three, didn't you? I 100% did. Yeah. No. Lose. I can't say your last name, Brown. I can't see you winning on the football field. You got to go to the bottom of the barrel. He's probably 11. If I did 11, someone's got to fall from Grace.
0: They always do. It is shocking. I mean, okay, so just before you're taking Austin Eckler out of the mix. Does that mean you're betting against the Chargers this year?
1: I, I'm actually, well, yeah. And that's something we'll t- I have a feeling we're going to talk about just because of the Seattle nature of this pod. Uh, but we can talk about the AFC West uh-huh. and what else is changing out there, what has changed, and that kind of is playing into it, too. Um, but, yeah, I, I do, there's no way that I, I think the Chargers as a whole are gonna? I don't think it'll just like last year. They're gonna miss out on the playoffs. I don't think it will be as heartbreaking as when the Raiders. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh. Yeah. The, uh, but yeah. Sorry, Eckler. Back from the dead. Uh, other immemorial. Sorry, I know this is immemorial. I'm just making. No. It yeah. Up, let's so keep those going. Yeah. A little long. Um, Alvin Kamara. I think oh. the Saints are probably gonna have a resurrection season. Uh, I think they're actually going to win their division. Sorry, sorry, Bucks.
0: Sorry, Bucks. That is, a, I mean, we know that the Saints aren't afraid of the Bucks, but also they used to have Sean Payton, and that's not the case anymore. I know. That's hot take.
1: Hot oh, take. It's me. a hot take. It's hot. I gave it. It's I gave it the green
0: It's hot. Uh,
1: but I, I, I will say Kamara. He's always a solid bet, but last year he did have issues with his health, um, and I think. It just isn't gonna be as easy as it as it has been previously. Okay. No, so that's why he's out of the top ten. All right. And All right. And, uh, lastly, Just for fun, yeah. Ezekiel Elliott. Oh he's an athlete. He's just getting too old. I don't know if anyone was thinking about it. it was. But Zeke and the Cowboys. Sorry guys. I'm not that's buying rough. it. But that one's easy. The, the other two in memoriams, I feel like Kamara and... Uh, For as and much as Eckler, Zeke
0: gets paid, and as much as the Cowboys love Zeke, it is hard to see him scratching the top 10. And the Saints have a bit of a... They're changing their system a little bit. Kamara, I think out of all... I mean, Kamara, I mean, Kamara and Eckler, I feel like, are in different tiers than Zeke right now. But we'll see. Yes,
1: we'll see. Okay how your top 10 has it has it been pretty is it mirrored mine it is we have a lot of the
0: same players i i did have eckler fall uh but okay. i didn't have him fall that far i had him to 8 had to make room for my boy shot penny um, Wait, you had
1: you had eckler at 8 see yeah. there
0: you go eckler at 8 i had jk dobbins at 9 and i feel bad what? about that but I did. You know, there was so many injuries in the Ravens. They are my wild card. Um, Really? so many injuries. So many injuries. And I was all in on the Gus bus last year, and it didn't work out. Anyway, J.K. Dobbins was electric in college. I don't know if he'll come back. That's my most risky take. Aaron Jones at 10. Uh, Dobbins,
1: this is his second year?
0: What? Dobbins? Jones. Dobbins. Dobbins, this is his third year. He's only had like 150 carries in three years. It's a bad bet. Wow,
1: that is a hot take, but I dig it.
0: Well, I, I, I made the decision to not think about injuries too much, which is why I've got Dobbins at nine, Penny at seven, Cook at six, McCaffrey at two, Ooh. And my, I I know who I have at one, but let's see who you have one. Am I gonna spoil stuff? Am not gonna spoil it? Oh no,
1: I'm I'm ex- if we have the same number one, I'm gonna be very. This is gonna be our Kimi Rackinen moment <laughs> all over again. All over again. All right, what do you got at three? Okay, number three. I mean, I feel like these top three, you know who they're gonna be. Uh, Derek Henry.
0: Oh, Derrick Henry. Love I, it. I
1: I like him better than Jonathan Taylor. But uh, I don't know Jonathan Taylor as much. I I feel like Jonathan Taylor is just right now. He's
0: younger. He's got more spunk. He's taking less hits. That's true. That's true. But Derrick Henry did lead the league in rushing
1: four weeks
0: after he stopped playing. Yeah,
1: it's true. It's an incredible
0: feat that we will
1: talk about as old man. That is why he is so far up there. Yep. And that's why he's number three. And that's Mm. why if he's going to be gone, if he plays all
0: 17 games, I guess he can't. No, yeah, it's 18 wins. If he plays all 17 games, is he still three?
1: He'll probably be two. Two. Because I, I am that confident and who i got coming up here
0: all right well i will say he was my number one so we are not going to have the same number one really
1: okay who you had he he was one christian was two who's
0: your number three you know everyone can read these i had henry one mccaffrey two taylor three
1: naji four okay okay Well, see now I, my my number two is is jonathan taylor whoa that is big. All right. Uh,
0: well, I feel like we've got some explaining to do, Lee.
1: Not really. I think the Colt first of all the Colts are gonna be great. Uh, great to I feel hard. like you know, okay well they're gonna be serviceable.
0: <laughs> he gets uh, to run behind Quentin Nelson uh, even if even if they don't run. As much as they last did last year, he's electric.
1: Yeah, he is, uh, and that's actually I was watching a, a highlight thing of of Jonathan Taylor. I don't know why it was coming up. I don't know. I don't know what targeted ads are aimed at Nasty Lyle, but that was one of them. <laughs> uh, but no, he is a phenomenal runner, uh, graceful, and yet can turn it on when he has to. He is fast. Uh, but Jonathan Taylor, obviously, there's so little to say about these guys because they are that good i think uh the colts i uh, i guess i think they're going to be better than you think they're going to be all right i love
0: buying the colts that's fun um yeah they should have made the playoffs last year and it was probably once yeah. fault and there's that whole chip on the shoulder thing which is real and they got a good coach so it's not a bad bet well now i'm
1: dying to know what do we got who's coming in yeah, number I mean, one if you had to guess i think you know who would it be? Who would? Did nasty, you really mild? put
0: Najee Harris as your number one running back?
1: 100% I did. 100% I did. Wow, I am. As someone who is saying goodbye to Big Ben and this is finally the year we can all get together and collectively root for the town of Pittsburgh, root for the Steelers finally with Big Ben out of there, don't you want to just latch onto a young guy like Najee and just root for him he i is... would except they don't
0: have much for an offensive line it
1: didn't didn't hinder him too much last
0: year that's true that's
1: true yeah let's i didn't even look this up let's see where was naji is in far the finicky
0: as... rankings last year naji was four
1: okay there you go so there you go it's not a stretch to get him at number one
0: I will say I've de- I, I I like where you're at. I think I've defended this exact point not so much to him putting him number one, but one there were there have been two resumes from high school that I think I flagged to us in the history of Finicky, and one was Derrick Henry, and the other one was Najee Harris, and I remember being terrified because I thought Najee Harris could go to UW, and he didn't. Uh, him and Najee Najee and. Uh, uh, Micah Parsons were part of the same draft class and they were a recruiting class and they were both supposed to go to UW and thank God they didn't because that would have devastated us. Um <laughs> but he, he he got so much so many carries and and the Pittsburgh they're they are true to form. Uh I I think they have probably you know I would say probably the best coach in the NFL, most reliable coach, and he doesn't he's he doesn't divert from what works and they love they don't do committees they do no. one running back and that is okay. the most can you think of another coach who's more reliable on that no
1: and you can pick. go back through the seasons and look at pittsburgh running backs from you want to talk about the original gus bus let's talk about the bus the bus drone so bet us on when we were in diapers watching these guys they are like you said they have a respect for the running game that is unlike any other team in the history of the league. That's true. That's true. You're not wrong. All right. But I am. Just, I want to lead with this. What? This is the year. Pittsburgh is an amazing city. I know we have to root for the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. You know what? I just went through Pittsburgh, loved it, and this is finally a time. All Throw your inhibitions to the wind and jump on that Pittsburgh Steeler bandwagon. For Scott Sweetie's oh grab your terrible towel. Oh, no. You can't make it through a pod without that name. That's
0: oh, hard. That's hard. That's hard <laughs> to, to really – I mean, I don't think we're that far from 2004 Super Bowl to really be jumping. I, I There's a lot of forgiveness that's easy to occur there. But I will say, once everyone who was on that team is dead and gone, it makes it a little bit easier. Um, all right. Well, that's great. Fine. I love your running backs. Again, McCaffrey ten, Swift nine, Javante and Aaron Jones eight, Chubb six, Cook five, Mixon four, Derek Henry three, Jonathan Taylor two, Najee Harris numero uno. Let's talk our final five categories. Sleeper pick. Do you have a sleeper pick for this year?
1: It doesn't. For be a, a running back. It could be anything. It could be anything. It's all part of this spreadsheet. I mean, sleeper pick, I was hoping for Max Borgi. I wasn't even paying attention to it. I did w- at the beginning. Still time. Right after the draft. I don't know what team you'll be on. Yes, yeah, so I hope. I was also hoping for Minshew somehow making it over to the Hawks. But I feel like that's dead and gone since we already got whatever is Our Sega. Yeah. So a two-name. weird trade. Weird trade. Uh, Strange trade, but I understand it, and I'll take it. To be honest, our our wide receivers, I'm not thrilled about. I I want DK to be happier. I want Tyler Lockett to be younger.
0: We've got more money you know. and draft capital in our running back in our wide receivers than most teams. Uh, not most teams, but than many teams, I think.
1: It's yeah. true. And no one to give him the ball, and Geno Smith to throw him the ball. I mean, I think the
0: idea is he's go raise all boats. Okay, I'm not going to get caught up in this. Sleeper pick. Who's your sleeper pick for
1: this year? Running back, wide receiver,
0: quarterback, left tackle.
1: I mean, outside of Cody Pickett and a doubling down on the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, let me get a sleeper pick in here real quick. Cooper Cup is not gonna be well this is a hot take now I don't no, even that's know that's a hot
0: take a sleeper a player who is not popular, <laughs> lowly drafted someone you're looking for in those last couple rounds and you're like this guy's gonna change everything for me.
1: I, honestly I got nothing.
0: All right well, how about this? Sorry. boom or bust pick. This is somebody who could be the number one at their position or doesn't even play.
1: Uh, if it's not Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey's boom not bad. Bust. I
0: mean, McCaffrey, I mean, you could ask Zach if, McCam- if McCaffrey is boom or bust. He'll tell you.
1: I, you know what? I feel like Zach is going to get McCaffrey no matter what. <laughs> because he's either going to be the first pick or if Zach's a 10 her Hell or high water. Zach
0: McKee loves two things in life. Hard Knocks players and Christian McCaffrey.
1: And Joey Logano. Don't forget about him. And Joey
0: Logano. It's, it's uh-huh. like one of those boomer t-shirts. Um, all right. So who's who's a bust? Who's a person who's being drafted high? And you could say Austin Eckler at this point, but somebody who's being drafted high, you're like, fuck that guy. I'll never draft him.
1: You know who I am? I'm going to say Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. All right. RW3, he's in there. Rookie of the year. Was- Ooh, rookie of the year? Yeah. Yeah, I honestly don't know. You sound like a Kenny Pickett fan. Well, and that's just it. I, I would take Pickett, but I feel like that's too easy.
0: That's not too easy. There are so many mm-hmm. high... I mean, wide receivers win this all the time. There's so many top to wide receiver picks. He was bottom of the first round. That's not so hard. Are you going KP? Who's the...
1: Uh, no. Yeah, all right. I'll take Pickett. Kenny. I'll take Pickett. I'm really going hard on Pittsburgh today.
0: Pickett fence. Yeah, no, you're doing it. Can you pick a fence. All right. Top punter.
1: I want to take John Ryan, but I guess I'll have to stick with uh, Dixon just because, hey, go
0: Hawks. That's true. Go Hawks. I, and we will be punting a lot. I feel like he might be a high draft pick. All right. Well, you got to keep looking at those. Uh, you got to keep looking at those charts. You got to start finding your sleepers. Everyone's going to need one. I know
1: a sleeper. I, I feel like I've done quite a bit of research here. I'm the... <laughs> <laughs> You'll have time I to figure it out. Fine. All right. Well, with that, Lyle, we are
0: reaching the end of the show, and as usual, I'm gonna give you the final minute or so to, to, to just give it, spill your guts. Let us know what you're feeling. Uh, you've got a minute 30, the floor is yours, mon frere. Go
1: for it. Okay, all right. Well, if uh, the final minute, I'm gonna throw this out to uh, Rip Browning. This could be my hottest take of all. Rip Browning is gonna be joining Finnecke in the next three years. He made it in on the thread. Yep, I'm telling you, we're getting super conferences. Pac-12 is gonna disappear and Britt Browning is going to rise, uh, which will also give rise to my own podcast called The 11th Man. Britt Browning's rise in finicky folklore. Folklore spelled P-H, of course. Uh, You're gonna have to stay tuned, stay tuned for that podcast. Uh, but Bridge is really making the rounds. He's over at Bliss's house. Pretty soon he's going to be at your house. Cal's going to invite him over for dinner and he won't leave. You are going to be stuck. We're all going to be stuck with Britt Browning. I just want to recount, recall this one story, is we're all talking on here. And I think someone said, it was probably me, said, yeah, Britt Browning's on this on this thread. And Zach's response was, Britt Browning is on this thread? How long has Britt been on this thread? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's but, good. That's a good. That's a good highlight. That's a
0: good hot take.
1: You know, he's 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 making Finicky better from the outside. So it's only a matter of time before he gets on the inside.
0: All right. Well, congratulations, Brit. If you're listening to the show, Finicky on everybody. Finicky well and good night.